0: Listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Monday, the 21st of February. You are listening to Recap, brought to you by Sharesies.
1: Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone.
0: Here is the disclaimer.
1: Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with.
0: Any information we provide is general only and current at the time.
1: If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider.
0: G'day there Alice. Hey Jose, how's it going? Yeah, it's going really well. It's another hot day here in Auckland and I'm sweating in my little room, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) You just had an earthquake.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently I didn't feel a thing, but um, (laughs) according to messages from colleagues, you was a wee shake in Wellington.
0: Well, I'm glad you're you're, just safe anyway. And (laughs) a lot of results coming out this week in New Zealand, just as an FYI. Uh, Alice, can you give us a bit of a preview of some of the companies reporting in the next couple of days?
1: Yeah, well, there, are, there is quite a long list of companies actually due to report their latest financials this week on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. Uh, you can find sort of a list of this on the exchanges website. But um, to give you an example of a few companies, we are expected to hear from the likes of uh, Mercury, Meridian Energy, Spark, NZME, Comvita, um, Auckland International Airport, and Sky TV.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we're going to be reporting on uh, some of those. So we're also going to be talking, just as a heads up, uh, a little bit with uh, Mark Malpass, who is the CEO of Steel and Tube Limited. They are releasing their half-year results on Wednesday, so he'll be part of the, uh, the podcast on that day.
1: Yeah and at the end of the week we'll also be chatting to Greg Foran who is the CEO of Air New Zealand uh, and that will be on casual Friday. We'll be chatting about the company's half-year results uh, that are due out on Thursday.
0: Oh yeah that's going to be a great end to the week. Thank you very much Alice. But in the meantime I hear there's been some results released in the New Zealand market today. Alice what's the latest?
1: You're right. Uh, And among them was A2 Milk Company. The premium dairy company released its half-year results this morning. These were for the six months that ended on the 31st of December 2021.
0: And A2 Milk is one of those companies that's had a challenging last 18 months. Its share price fell from a high of around $21 in July 2020 to about $6 in May 2021.
1: That's right. The pandemic created a lot of disruption for A2 milk. Uh, First, basically, one of its key supply chains called the DaiGu was completely dried up when international travel ground to a halt. Uh, Now, on top of that, the market in China for infant milk powder, which is an important market for A2 milk, has changed and created its own challenges. So, for example, there's been a reduction in birth rates in China. And as a result, there hasn't been as much growth in demand for infant formula as expected.
0: And since then, the business really has had to adapt, eh?
1: Yeah, that's right. And back in October, the company said that it had reviewed its brand positioning and basically revamped its growth strategy to adjust for these changes.
0: Right. So, okay, tell me about these results today.
1: Uh, the, the company said that its first half results were in line with expectations. Uh, revenue for the six months came in at about $660.5 million. That was down 2.5% compared to the same period a year earlier. But uh, this was as expected. Uh, the company had indicated earlier that revenue would be, quote, marginally lower, unquote.
0: And what about the company's profits,
1: EBITDA, so earnings before interest, tax, depreciation and amortization, that came in at $97.6 million, down about 45% from a year earlier. Uh, Meanwhile, net profit actually halved, falling 50% to come in at $59.6 million. Uh, So overall, both the company's profits and profitability reduced, um, as seen by its margins falling year on year too.
0: Uh, What do you mean by that?
1: So the EBITDA to sales margin came in at 14.8% this six months. That's compared to 26.4% in the same period the prior year. Now basically what this number means is that for every $1 of sales that A2 Milk makes, 14.8 cents of that goes towards EBITDA. Uh, the, The remaining amount is kind of sucked out to cover expenses. But a year earlier a2milk was making 26.4 cents of ebitda per one dollar of sales so you can see that the company's profitability or how much uh money per dollar of sales mm-hmm. going towards ebitda um, has fallen year on year
0: great great breakdown thank you what did a2milk say about all the challenges it's been facing
1: Yeah, the company said there's challenging and volatile market conditions. Uh, So, for example, they pointed to the market for infant milk formula in China. They said it's declined in value by about 3% during the half year. Now, this has been heavily impacted by China's lower birth rate. A2 Milk said that there had been an 18% decrease in births in 2020 and a further 11.5% decrease in 2021. Now, A2 Milk noted, though, that despite these challenging market Dynamics, its performance for the half year in China was encouraging.
0: And how about COVID?
1: The company said that COVID 19 continues to impact its supply chains and that this is a key risk to the second half of the financial year.
0: And did A2 Milk say much about its outlook for the rest of the financial year?
1: The company said its revenue outlook for the next six months through to the end of June had improved uh, and is expected to be significantly higher than the same period a year earlier. Now, noting that last, that time last year, that's when a lot of those challenges were really impacting the company. But the company did say, though, that this expected revenue growth isn't actually expected to translate into higher earnings or higher profits. The reason being that it's uh, significantly increasing its investment into its brand which is in line with that growth strategy.
0: And finally, what has A2Milk's share price done today?
1: At the time of recording, the share price had jumped almost 12%, sitting at $6.29 per share.
0: Thank you very much, Alice. Let's jump the ditch now and have a look at a story involving one of Australia's biggest energy companies, a tech billionaire and a whole bunch of coal power plants.
1: Well, with an intro like that, I have to know more.
0: That's the spirit. Now this story revolves around AGL energy. AGL is Australia's largest electricity generator and retailer. And while it generates power from renewable energy like hydroelectric dams and on the other hand, on the other side of things, uh, gas plants, the majority of output comes from its seven coal and gas-fired power stations. Now, AGL is so big that it's estimated that it's responsible for 8% of Australia's annual emissions.
1: All right, so that's the energy company, and who's the tech billionaire there?
0: Right, well, this is a guy by the name of Mike Cannon-Brooks. He co-founded and is co-CEO of Atlassian. It's a company that makes collaboration software. Uh, Forbes actually estimated his net worth back in 2016 as $1.5 billion US dollars. He's also been very uh, busy investing in renewable energy and advocating uh, in Australia for more action on combating climate change.
1: Okay, so what's the connection between AGL and Billionaire Mike?
0: Well, late last week out of nowhere, Canon Brooks and a Canadian asset management firm called Brookfield make, made a joint takeover bid for AGL. So they offered eight billion Australian dollars for the company and all its for all its assets, gas, coal and renewables. And according to Canon Brooks, if the bid was successful, they would shut down AGL's coal plants far sooner than is planned.
1: Sooner than planned, so these plants were already going to be closed?
0: Yes, AGL had been planning to decarbonize its business partly by closing those plants. But Cannon Brooks argues that it can be done much quicker as a private company. He's also claiming that, uh, you know, in the process of removing that 8% of emissions, uh, the move will create more jobs and result in power, lower power prices for consumers. Now, AGL had also been planning to demerger its fossil fuel assets into a separate company now, under the new owners uh, should they you know accept the, the bid be accepted, that wouldn't go ahead. And Canon Brook also claimed that he could take the company to zero emissions by 2035.
1: And what happened next?
0: Well so Cannon Brooks and Brookfield uh, offered seven and a half dollars a share, which was nearly five percent over where the share price was sitting on close last week. The LG board uh, met on Sunday to consider the offer, and this morning they announced the decision. In a statement to the Australian Stock Exchange, the board said that they rejected the offer on the grounds that it, quote, materially undervalues the company, and it wasn't, they say, in the best interest of shareholders. The board's chair, Peter Botton, said that AGL shareholders would be, quote, foregoing the opportunity to realise potential future value via AGL's Energy's promos- proposed demerger.
1: So, what happens now?
0: Well, earlier today, Canon Brooks said they would continue to work on the take- takeover, but other than that, there's been no other statements. As for the share price, AGL closed on Friday at $7.16. Just before record today, it was $7.98. What were some of the other results if we return turn back to the New Zealand market today, Alice?
1: Uh, Freightways was another company that released its latest financials. Uh, Again, just like A2 Milk, these were for the half year to the end of December 2021. And
0: Freightways is the courier company, right?
1: Yeah, it's a group that runs a network of courier services and is listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. Now, it's the group behind the lights of PostHaste, DX Mail, NZ Couriers and Big Chill Distribution. Uh, but there's more to the group than that. On top of mail services, the company also provides information management services.
0: Mm, okay, so tell me more about these results today.
1: Freightways described the six months as, quote, a half of two quarters, unquote, and said that its business model once again demonstrated its resilience uh, as both New Zealand and Australia operated in various states of lockdown restrictions for much of that half year.
0: Mm. And how does COVID impact a freight company?
1: Well, as Freightways explained, uh, throughout level four lockdown in New Zealand, and in particular during that extended period of Auckland's lockdown, the group continued to see express package and information management activity decrease significantly uh, as businesses were forced to remain closed. Now, a lot of um, Freightways customers are businesses. Then those express package volumes rebounded strongly once online shopping was permitted, and New Zealand began to slowly reopen for business-to-business freight. Uh, Now, as for its Australian operations, Freightways also pointed to the lockdowns over there. The group said that while this hindered core information management activity, it actually provided an opportunity for its medical waste business, and that benefited strongly uh, from uh, customer demand.
0: So what were some of the numbers behind the results?
1: Total revenue came in at $442 million for the six months. That was up 8% compared to a year ago. Then earnings before interest, tax and amortisation was just over $74 million. That was up 45% from last year. And net profit after tax doubled from the same time last year to $43.7 million.
0: And what did Freightways say about its outlook?
1: The group said that while economic climate um, remains uncertain, it's encouraged by the strong trade and express package and the resilience of its information management businesses. However, the company does expect that COVID will continue to impact business for the rest of the year uh, through the likes of the the Omicron outbreak currently here in New Zealand and also over in Australia, as well as uh, labour market pressures, which put pressure on labour costs, so makes it more expensive, uh, and supply chain disruptions. And
0: finally, what's FreightWay's share price done today?
1: At the time of recording, it was sitting up about 0.6% at $12.37 per share.
0: Great, thank you very much, Alice.
1: And that was Recap for the 21st of February. Thanks so much for listening. Uh,
0: It'd be a great help if you gave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts. Our email is recap at sharesleys.co.nz. And you can also leave a voice message. There is a link in the episode description.
1: We'll be back tomorrow. Matewa.
0: Yeah, see you then. Bye.